0: Sexy nerd of the nerd imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the currently nerdy empire or currently nerdy podcast. We are your I fucked it up, man. It's a, yeah. We are your inner conclave of nerds. My name is Diz, and I'm your pop culture and sports nerd, Ali.
1: I am only your classic nerd,
0: Ali. You're the smartest guy I know, right?
1: Yes. At least
0: okay. I think so. <laughs> I think so too, but um, <laughs> I just need you to confirm it. Um, so I need
1: your help. Hold okay. on, I'm adjusting my mic. The clicking and clacking everyone's probably hearing is me fiddling around. <laughs>
0: He's an old man. He doesn't know how to use tech. He's super smart when it comes to like book stuff, but like the second you fucking involve technology, he is a self-proclaimed luddite.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty bad at it. But in my defense, my ignorance of technology has proven, you know, to work in my favor. I'm mm-hmm. not being spied on at least as much as anyone else is, or maybe I'm being spied on more because oh, I refuse I... to download apps
0: yeah it is what it is <laughs> people people are like, I'm not doing face technology. I don't want the government to know my face I'm like, do you have a driver's license? bro Yeah. whoops <laughs> <laughs> already then <done. laughs> um okay, well, like I was saying, here's the smartest guy I know, all right, yeah. so explain this I was told i I've been congratulated a lot today um saying congrats, you're an uncle yeah. um and i I don't like i I say thank you, but my fiances so my sister-in-law, my fiancé's sister, had a baby this morning. Does that make me an uncle?
1: Wait a minute. Hold on.
0: My sister-in-law. So my fiancé's sister. That makes you an uncle-in-law. An uncle-in-law or just an uncle?
1: I mean, in, in Afghan terms, you're just an uncle. Right? Because we but don't like, have really a concept of an uncle-in-law. or Is that or, a thing? I don't know. An uncle-in-law is a thing. It's not a thing, but that's the, that's the correct term, I think, for it. Is You'd it? Go. So like your mom is my aunt-in-law? Yeah. Tech. Well...
0: Yeah, she's just my aunt. <laughs> yeah, she's,
1: yeah. I guess she's just your aunt, but not, not, <sighs> not like genetically, but like, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, but even, even in America, it's like Americans will often say, oh, that's my uncle's wife. Mm. They'll say aunt, but they'll note that it's not like an aunt, aunt.
0: Really? I never yeah. like, like, I don't call like DD's husband my Dee yeah, well, husband. We don't, and, well, but then again, we uncle. also
1: don't have the concept of, uh, second or third cousins either. They're just cousins. Right? Or for, for our second cousin once removed type thing. I don't right? know what a once removed type thing is. Dude. It means it's your it's your parents cousin. The fuck? So, like... so for that that's just our uncle or our yeah. aunt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So like like Coco like, K- Omar is our uncle. Yeah we just call him our uncle. He's yeah. not our second cousin once removed. Technically he's a cousin once removed because he's mm. our parents cousin not ours. That's fucking weird. So yeah. there, the, we don't have that concept because the extended family was the norm for much of world history and also for much of the world today. The mm-hmm. nuclear family is really just the existence of the 20th century. It's really advertisement. The beaver to cleaver family is, an, mm-hmm. um, is really just to sell you products. People yeah. don't know this, but most of world history didn't have this concept of a nuclear family of a, you know. That's just dad, your immediate kids, family? Just your immediate family, yeah. There's no concept of an immediate family. World history? I mean, you look at the way Romans lived, you look at the way the ancient Greeks lived, you look at the way that the Muslims lived. All these societies, they live in extended families, large compounds with grandmas and grandpas and uncles and aunts. It's just one giant clan all living together. Oh it God. isn't until the 20th century where they're like, okay, we're going to start to, we need to sell you shit. And so in order to sell you this really cool glass cleaner, we're going to put this advertisement of a happy family with the white picket fence. Hmm. That entire idea of the nuclear family is a product of advertisement. Ah. Entirely. I mean, even before the the 20th century, in the 19th century, Americans didn't live in nuclear families. They often lived in extended families as well. That seems like more plausible. Right? Right? Isn't that interesting? Like we take it for granted now. Yeah. When we think, when we say household, if I say who's in your household, you immediately know I'm talking yeah. about your immediate family. Yeah, my right? mom and my brother. But technically, that's only been like 80 years, 90 years old, technically. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, I it's, know not, it's a relatively new concept. You know, so what this else? is why you're in this area where yeah. you're like, I, am I an uncle, am I not an yeah, uncle? Yeah,
0: I was told I'm an uncle, so like, I mean, congratulations to me, I guess. Yeah, Kid's yeah. really cute. For a newborn, hella cute, you know? Really? No. Um, yeah.
1: I've never seen a newborn that's actually genuinely cute. I'll send you a picture after. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm, I know that we're supposed to say all babies are cute, like that's the thing, mm-hmm. but I've never actually seen a baby that's, that's cute, like a newborn. They look like naked mole rats. Okay,
0: well, I'll send you a picture of this kid.
1: (laughs) Am I gonna get canceled by parents everywhere for saying that? Did I just did I cross some line by admitting that everyone's baby is actually really ugly?
0: (laughs) I mean, not really. I think for the most part, newborns are ugly. But here, this kid—I just sent you a photo. You know, he's got Mm -hmm. a nice head of hair. You know, he looks like he's pissed off at the world already. Like I'm fucking wondering.
1: The the babies always look angry. I've never seen a. Cute kid.
0: And he's got a good full head of hair. Yeah, right? Cute kid. Looks like he could be a month old.
1: I'm not sure I would say that we use the word cute, but he does have a whole head of hair. Yeah, and he looks like he's
0: pissed off. Stop taking a picture of me. What the hell are you doing? I'm born during a pandemic. Leave me alone.
1: No. What did you call them? What? What did you call the babies born during a pandemic? Uh,
0: (laughs) You don't want to say it, do you? (laughs) I call them Rona Babies? (laughs) Yes, you call them Rona Babies. (laughs) They're Rona Babies. Oh, this one's a Rona baby too. Is it a Rona baby? What's it's nine? A Rona R- baby. No, and no. It's, it's, this is a little right before the Rona babyness.
1: Okay. No, but they're is, still born during whether they whether oh, they were conceived, I meant conceived, conceived or born. They're all Rona babies. Or do you want to distinguish between those conceived? I'm those
0: conceived during the Rona are Rona babies. Oh, okay. Right. This one's conceived pre-Rona. So
1: anyone born in like January the coronavirus isn't a Rona baby automatically. Yeah. we'll
0: say... The first like few months, actually, all all babies born in 2021 are Rona babies. So any baby conceived
1: after March of 2020 is a Rona baby. Is, yeah. It's a Rona baby.
0: Yeah. So all babies after all babies, basically every baby that's going to be born in 2021 is going to be a Rona it's baby. It's just a
1: horrible, horrible phrase. A Rona baby. It's a Rona baby. Huh. Uh, I mean, someone's going to write a someone's going to write a dissertation about. Rona you
0: know what the nice them. thing is? It's like if I had a daughter. During Rona season, I would have named her Rona. Like it's oh, an yeah, Afghan you could, name, huh? Yeah, it's an Afghan name, bro. It's fucked up. Don't do that. Because <laughs> now I'll know. Yeah, well, I can't. <laughs> My sister in law's name is Rana, so yeah. I can't.
1: you've also given it away. If your fiance's listen she now knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's hey. on to you.
0: you... said baby? We are gonna have a little Rona baby? <laughs> we gonna call her Rona? <laughs> um, oh, but you bringing up the the sing the nuclear family. Also reminded me of a TikTok I watched like a few yeah. weeks ago. It was some guy like Just it was watching TikTok. I know I should. But, for your brain. I know. But so this one, it was some guy who said no one should own a house. Houses are a scheme from the banks to make money off of people.
1: Okay. Like, I mean, he said mortgages, that's true. In, yeah. In he
0: point. said it was their way of making money off of people. Like, Hey, how can we, you know, like people were trying to move away from like, the cities and stuff where everyone, like, rented, I guess, yeah. and people then started moving to the suburbs, and it was their way of making money in the suburbs were giving out these mortgages and loans for houses. Right. Right? Because if you lived in the city, you were, like, you already had lived somewhere that someone was established, you know? Right. Yeah, so, like, they were
1: saying that, like,
0: no one should own, I don't know, it was some weird. I, remember I, don't know, I don't
1: know if the uh, the argument could be made that no one should own a, a home, and it's a little bit off. It is true that the mortgage scheme is is fundamentally about banks making money that's really yeah. what it is mm-hmm. but the purpose of of loans were was originally i mean within the framework of capitalism so it's already fucked up right but the original intent was specifically to help people who weren't middle class to become middle class originally owning property was was associated with the gentry right mm. so you had to be landed gentry and that meant that land was um passed down yeah. from family to family to family, generation to generation, right? And so that restricted who could actually own land. Rent is the real scheme. If you think about it, the the like the genuine scam mm-hmm. is rent. That makes sense. You pay monthly for something that you don't own never and you will. have no rights over. Yeah. Like yeah. that is a, the landlord who you pay, that's the g- real, I mean, yeah, we could talk about mortgages as being super predatory. We, that's a, honest, real conversation about really fucked up credit America and American capitalism. Mm -hmm. But if you want to talk about, like, the real scam, it's rent. Yeah, I mean, look at the fucking name, Landlord. Landlord. He owns, they own whatever property it is, and you pay rent and have no rights over it just so that you can live someplace. We should argue, the argument should be made that housing is a right, that Uh. everyone should have a house. I believe that. that And that's a fair argument. You know, there's some really compelling c- arguments to be made around that. The fact that there's enough money in this country that everyone can own a house yeah. without a mortgage or without renting. There is enough wealth that if we take, for example, just the money that uh, Jeff Bezos has made during the pandemic. Not all his money. Just the money he's made in the past, what, eight months has it been? Six. Right? Let's say like six. Six, six, months six months or so? Let's say six yeah. months. The past six months, if we take the money he's made in the past six months, we could give a house to every homeless person in America he'd still be a multi-billionaire and have the exact same money that he did before the pandemic started this is true yeah that's the type of wealth we're talking about so this, it's entirely possible so there's a whole conversation to be yeah. had about about you know the, the fucked up schemes that have existed in, in you know during coronavirus and the wealthy getting wealthy and the poor getting poor. But it's also mm-hmm. interesting that pandemic season has really messed with people's cycles. People's sleep cycles, people's work and school schedules. I mean, my students are exhausted. Am I the only one who dead. goes to sleep earlier? Do you go to sleep earlier? Yeah, I'm in bed by like 11 p.m. Oh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, my sleep schedule is all messed up. Yeah, dude, it's I'm, like... But it's, then again, my sleep was always really
0: Yeah, bad. You're, you've always had, like, a weird fucking Da Vinci-like sleep pattern where, you're like, you're awake for, like, 48 hours, asleep for, like, two, and yeah, awake for another weird, 72.
1: Yeah. If I die at, like, 40, it's because of that.
0: Yeah, it's because of your sleep pattern. <laughs> Whereas sleep me... sleep pattern is the worst. Yeah, like, I'm a... You know how we used to give V shit about how, like, he needed to eat, like, in certain... T- every, like, three to four hours or else, like, he's hangry? yeah i'm like that with my sleep if i don't sleep at least six to eight hours a night i like my whole day is ruined damn bro if i
1: get if i get six hours of sleep that's like a
0: but here's the thing is i i shut off right like especially now now like during the pandemic like i shut everything off at like 11 typically right for the most part everything's shut off at 11 and i go into my bed and i sleep like I, I had friends that were here last month, and they wanted to go to dinner at, like, 9 o'clock, right? Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm sitting there in my head. I'm like, if we go to dinner at 9 o'clock with these people, that means we're, we're not going to be done until, started like... started calculating. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm like, we're not going to be home until, like... You're not much get, old. That's we're the not age gonna, you're at. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get home until, like, 10, 30, 11, and then I'm not going to get to sleep until, like, midnight, 1 a.m. Because <laughs> I know how my body works, right? You're now at that age where you're starting to
1: calculate. Yeah. How long you can go out with and, friends.
0: That's and for me, fun. I was like, listen, assholes, like, I don't know how this shit works for you, but, like, I like to be in bed by 11. I was like, I'll push it to midnight for you guys. But, like, we're doing dinner at 8.30, not no fucking 9.30. Damn,
1: bro, you are getting old.
0: Yeah, for, I, first off, who the fuck eats dinner that late? I eat dinner, like, I don't eat past 8 o'clock. It's just not good for you to do so. Right? Is this I, a new thing? Is yeah. this a new thing for you? Because I...
1: Mean, I, I could have sworn how many times you would leave my yeah, yeah
0: i used I'd to like... not anymore so now my whole thing is is i eat between the hours is of...
1: this the covid or is this a fiance
0: no this is um for health reasons right like okay. i you know like i have i've been having stomach issues for years so what i've been doing is 8am to 8pm i don't have tapeworms if have i had tapeworms worms. i wouldn't gain
1: weight Do you have, you have tapeworms the size of your body i mean that would be weird I'd, I'd gain no weight ever. Do you know the tapeworms actually come out of your butthole at night? Yeah. What? That's true. They they peek out if you have the, it. If you have tapeworms, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. They,
0: they peak. I don't have no tapeworms. Um, just,
1: just I've been I've now. checked. I thought it was an interesting fact you should know.
0: Yeah. No. No. I've been tested. I had a colonoscopy, bro. They've checked for everything. Um, but tapeworms. I started doing like right after a little after you left and moved to Philadelphia. Yeah. I've been doing uh like. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. is my eating time. Those 12 hours, I'll eat and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like after eight, like rarely if ever do I eat. It's only if I hadn't eaten like in the past like four or five hours. So I'll do, I'll do like intermittent fasting and like I'll just drink a shit ton of water all day. That's
1: technically not intermittent fasting. It is because you only, that's just having a cutoff. Because intermittent fasting is, I mean, maybe it's a mild form of intermittent fasting. Because intermittent fasting is actually, I do, I sometimes do intermittent fasting. But intermittent fasting is pretty extreme. It's like, you won't eat for two days, and then you eat for three days. Oh, no, that's no, an no, example that's, of it. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's a, this an is a different example. form of like, intermittent fasting. That's Jimmy fast. Kimmel version of it. Yeah. But intermittent fasting is also like, you cut off from like, five in, the after, five in the evening. It's usually a lot earlier than eight.
0: Well, that's because they eat from 5 a.m. to 5
1: p.m. Yeah, I do about, eight a.m. to eight p.m. It's about creating creating long stretches of time where you you won't go out. With, yeah, it's twelve know, hours. food, but you're also going to sleep early.
0: I go to sleep at eleven. Yeah, it's just it's it's been like I felt like my body now like no matter what time I sleep, I wake yeah. up at like seven a.m. or like around that time seven, eight o'clock at so the. So everyone latest.
1: else is out here struggling with a- food, with sleep, with work. And your ass is thriving during a pandemic.
0: I'm not thriving. I'm just like, I've made adjustments in my life to like where I've, I've tried to make the best of a shitty situation, right? It's like, I know I can't do anything, right? So I guess because I know that I can't go out, like I can't go to a bar. You stream
1: a lot though, don't you? What do you mean? Look, Do you watch a lot of movies and TV shows? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. It's so like on my days off, right? Like I'll unwind with that. Like, so yesterday was the first day I had off since Thanksgiving, but like that weekend it's it's black friday weekend and cyber monday so it's like you're just slammed all day so yesterday like i didn't want to do anything except just like lay in my bed and recharge but normally like my days off have been like with family or with my in-laws you know like i haven't had much like hey i need a fucking day to just like be lazy all day Mm -hmm. so like i've been yeah i've just been making do what what there is if if bars and stuff were open maybe i'd go out for drinks you know, like, later tonight you night. cut
1: off at 11 and come back home?
0: I think... I don't know. I haven't been able to, because the bars haven't been open.
1: So, so if the bars were open, that might mess with your sleep schedule. Maybe. I don't know. Right? Well, I don't have bars that I worry about. Yeah. Uh, for me, my sleep has always been a little funky, but pandemic i'm probably getting even more less sleep than that's crazy i feel I like you're anymore.
0: not going anywhere so why do you need to like stay up oh you're I writing Just do more work is what yeah I, do.
1: I guess i do more writing and do more reading because
0: yeah you have more time
1: to do it now Yeah, so i'm I'm more you're not in class yeah. I'm, yeah I'm doing all more more i've taken on more work in other words is what i've done what's okay. interesting is i was actually thinking like it's also been a time for me to revisit a lot of shows uh, so it's one of the thing, One of the things that I found that I was. am rewatching One me. Tree Hill. Yeah, I'd never, oh, I've never. I didn't watch it the first time. <laughs> I'm rewatching it. Jesus. I rewatched I that. I rewatched you like, me me like, Who was on One Tree Hill? I couldn't tell you. Chad Michael you, Murray. Uh, if you asked me what it was about, I couldn't tell you. I've never seen a single, not a single episode. You know who one
0: put Tree me on One Tree Hill? Who? Your sister. Of course. Yeah, your sister was obsessed. She literally like would come over. Um, when she was skipping school, and like when we lived near her high school, when she would skip yeah. school, she'd come to the house, have her One Tree Hill DVDs, and just watch it in the room. And I'd be sitting there watching it because I didn't have school
1: at the time. Yeah, I, I, I never watched that. I never watched a lot of TV shows growing up, anyways. So yeah, it wasn't TV. your thing. It wasn't my thing. But there are a couple of like, connect. I find myself I've revisited Avatar: The Last Airbender during oh. the pandemic. I need to do that. I revisited uh, Korra, the. Leg- the Legend of Ooh, Korra. Korra. Yeah. I revisited that. I uh, rewatched the uh, HBO series Rome. Oh, that's really good- It's only my, two seasons. my former baby girl worked on. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> she actually. I always forget if she was Rome or if she was Spartacus. Sand, blood and sandal, or blood and Sandal, whatever sand. it was yeah. called. That's a good show. She was one of those, but I remember it was a really horrible experience because every time she gave a recommendation, they he never followed up. It was Rome. Even though, was it Rome? It was Rome. Even though, I should text her, I haven't texted her in a little bit. Sorry, Even though her. Rome technically is one of the more accurate uh, series when it comes to actually depicting ancient Roman civilization. Uh-huh. So anyways, I, I rewatched Rome. That was kind of nice two seasons. And then I watched one episode of Game of Thrones. So I haven't done a what lot season? of rewatchings. I'm not a, I'm not a big streamer. I don't binge watch like other people do. Um, but I watched season uh, four which was the last season before it got bad, in my opinion. This
0: was before or this after is, this Snow is, got
1: killed? This is uh, Oberon. Spoiler. The Oberon's... Uh, oh, the mountain? Yeah. This was. So I watched the episode with the trial of Tyrion mm. because it was such a good scene. That fight scene and is amazing. The, both the fight scene and the acting for Tyrion when, during the courtroom, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, just like Peter Dinklage's acting I there. I demand trial by so God, good, man. right? Like he deserves it. He all the awards. But it really got me thinking. Game of Thrones captured popular imagination in a way fantasy had never done before. Even Lord of the Rings. As popular yeah, no, as no, no I, think, I think Game of Thrones is more popular. Yeah, it broke the door open Lord of the Rings. It really started the genre of popularizing fantasy, e- Harry Potter, but Game of Thrones was a fucking cultural phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. On par, or maybe even more so than, than Harry Potter, because it included adults, right? Yeah, it wasn't just kids. It, but kids didn't watch this, stuff, so. Right, but, um, but yeah. how quickly it did it turn. disappear from public imagination? Well, Think of it. I've never seen a series that had that huge of a cultural impact, and then right afterwards, it was like collectively we just stopped. I mean, think about it. You couldn't, a few years ago, You couldn't go anywhere without encountering Game of Thrones memes. Winter is coming. You couldn't go anywhere without people talking about Game of Thrones. You couldn't... If you were hanging out with friends, did you see last night? Did you see last night? Did Ah. you see last Right? And now, now, the cultural impact of it just shriveled. I... I, Okay, I agree
0: and I disagree. So I agree in a sense of, yeah, it's shriveled, right? But I disagree because I've... Unlike you, I do watch a lot of TV, right? Mm. So I remember certain shows having series finales. And then, like, it's talked about for a while, a little after. So same with Game of Thrones. For, like, the next, yeah. like, few months after Game of Thrones ended, people were talking about, like, the series finale of the last season and, like, whether they liked it or they were disappointed whatever, for right. the most part, most people were disappointed. But I remember that with Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Breaking Bad had – Breaking Bad was huge. People yeah. loved Breaking Bad, right? Once it ended, it ended. And then they did like that El Camino thing. And that got big for like a weekend for people who were yeah. hardcore fans of Breaking Bad. Um, like stuff that like continues. I think the things that continue to like live on aren't like series dramas like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or the West Wing or ER. Yeah, but here's the thing.
1: The West Wing is still. It's because the- they re-put it out. Yeah, it's, but even before, during the Trump administration, even before, there was this idea of the West Wing as a cultural... I mean, like, people referenced Jeb Bartlett. I'm, I haven't seen West Wing a lot of it. I, I just recently, because all the liberals have been telling me to watch it, and I'm just like, Jesus, this show is actually a lot more racist mm-hmm. than people want to admit. It really is. Yeah. Um, but same thing with, like, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking bad ended, and while people it there's a natural like dying down of it, there isn't like a collective moratorium,
0: yeah, people still do you know that, what I'm you're saying? Right. yeah, people it's still like, bring be- up
1: like Heisenberg
0: and like you know like right that yeah. exactly
1: so that what I'm saying is like, yeah, you're right, shows do die down, that's just the natural thing you're not watching it every week, right, yeah, and so it the popularity desists, you know disappears a little bit, but what the difference here is it there was almost like a collective unspoken. We hate the way this ended so bad. We're not gonna talk about it again. Yeah, I we're guess. not gonna make it the like. It's not the same cultural marker as it was. Yes, yeah, people make make some reference, but people still talking about Breaking Bad, right? Or if you bring up Breaking Bad, it'll rekindle interest. And be, oh yeah, do you remember that one? But if you say Game of Thrones in a room, you're gonna get a couple of people just say, yeah, I don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Like I was thinking about this too, like recently. I think what Breaking Bad did cinematically, yeah, I think was amazing. Right, even that last season, as bad as it was, like story-wise,
1: series I've never seen a single episode of
0: what Breaking, Breaking bad? bad. Oh, it's Never great, seen a dude. single episode. Of. Great series. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, but yeah, for as bad as uh as bad as that last season was, like story-wise, like all that, and like fucking just like hastily like trying to like fix loose ends and shit, you know, mm-hmm. like cinematically, it was gorgeous. Right. That, that scene where the army of the dead is fighting in, um, the, wherever the, where the fuck are they? The, uh, Winterfell Winterfell. I was like, I'm, I'm forgetting the fucking names. That's, that's how an bad example. It is. I'm telling yeah. you, dude, it's like, I was, was going to say the collective north. amnesia, <laughs> deliberate, yeah. like, yeah. Sure yeah. but that like, so that episode as bad as like it it kind of was like, it didn't actually talk. Of... Yeah. The cinemat... but we've, the we've score was before. amazing. That's like, what we've said. It? I,
1: I what still rewatch Arya Thrones... killing the
0: fucking, the Knights King, like at least like once every few months because that score leading up to it was amazing. Right. Beautiful. We've
1: said this in our review of game of Thrones is that game of Thrones is one of those unique series in that everything else other than the story is phenomenal. The writing is so bad that it ruined the entire series. The writing towards the end. uh, Yeah, well, I mean, that is the actual writing. Before that is adaptation. Yeah, The adaptation before was fine. Still a little funky, but the ending was just, the writing towards the end was ridiculous. But even that, you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that it had amazing acting. Mm -hmm. I, I mean... Some of the scenes with Cersei are fucking mesmerizing. Oh, right? she's such an amazing actor. So so so. Yeah, Lena Headey is amazing, right? Phenomenal. Peter Dinklage, amazing, right? The acting is great. The cost, the, the oh my god, and that costumes the are costumes, beautiful. Oh my god, gorgeous, gorgeous. I mean, I loved Danny's outfit in the last season. Oh, that yeah. sort of metal sash that she wore yeah. with the one shoulder cape i mean it was just stunning just gorgeous or the or the or the um black ve- crushed velvet that cersei's wearing but she has little pieces of armor on her shoulders mm-hmm. and like just beautiful right gorgeous this the score right remember the the sept of baylor scene with yeah. wildfire just the score there the way it builds, the crescendo. So this is this is what makes it so frustrating. Is that you? All the elements were perfect. All the elements were great. Imminently mm-hmm. memeable show, right? Yeah. Every episode there was a meme. Uh-huh. But the writing was so bad that we all just kind of collectively went, mm, "We forgot that happened those few years. We're just gonna pretend it didn't happen." That's and, and I'm. This is what makes it remarkable. Is that it's be, it's historic in a way that it. It never desired to be historic because the way it's historic is in the way that it's being forgotten. Well, here's the thing.
0: If, if a TV series like Seinfeld or The Sopranos, had they ended the way that they ended in today's world, yeah, it would have been the same thing.
1: It's possible. I think one of the things that hurts Game of Thrones and a lot of series is immediate fan reaction, mm-hmm. Right. So social media allows us to react to things right away. Yeah. And that allows for pylons. That allows for shaping of the opinion, right? This is why movies took great pains to have who watched their movies first. Critics. Critics. Because critics can shape opinion. It's true. The critics, this is a critically acclaimed movie. This is a, the critics give it a five star. And you're like, oh man, I gotta go watch it. Roger and Ebert gave it two thumbs up. It was about shaping opinion. That has less of an impact now because who's now shaping opinion is you right off the bat. Yeah. So you can log on and see something is trending. So that shapes things. Even if you might like an episode, you might end up disliking it more. hmm Right? Because of what's happening immediately. So yeah, you're right. I think not a lot of shows can stand the test of the, the social media era. So that definitely did hurt um game of thrones but it also would have been their benefit yeah they nailed this thing right had this they nailed this thing it would have been a cultural phenomenon for the next 50 years do you think they could have nailed it though i think they could have i think there were always going to be people who would grumble and i think it was never going to be perfect shows that have really great beginnings often are very difficult to land right i mean just are That's not the case. But I think it's possible. I think there is a, there definitely is. If they had followed the narrative structure of the story itself, Uh I think they could have survived. Like, Like I, I, we've, some of the alternative endings and theories could have been done. I think two things would have helped them. One, if they hadn't cut it off at season eight. Yeah. Two, if they hadn't shortened season eight. Yeah. If they had given themselves wiggle room. To at least tease and build up some of the things they were working towards, they could have survived. They could have technically kept even the everything that happened, all the endings. Maybe not Bran becoming king, which is weird, right? But everything else: Danny going crazy, Danny getting killed, John getting banished, Arya killing—all of that could have they could have capped if they had stretched it out over maybe one or two more uh, seasons. I could see that. Yeah. I think because the biggest pushback, in my opinion, is the fact that everyone felt like stuff came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was just like it they tried rushed. to tie loose ends super quick. Yeah, they t- they tied up the big loose ends and then left all this other stuff that you're just like, wait, what? Yeah, like, like I still don't understand the point of the fucking army of the dead. Right. No point, no explanation. And again, you don't need to explain everything, but it actually didn't have any real... Consequences. I, I hate to say it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people died, but it didn't have that much of a consequence. Yeah. At fucking... the end of the day, Danny's army left, and the kingdoms returned to kingdoms. Now there are five kingdoms rather than seven. But yeah. it's still the kingdoms. They still have a king. Nothing fundamentally changed. Oh, great! They they all got together and decided Bran was going to be king. But guess what? The great houses made that decision yeah nothing nothing like, literally nothing really no real consequences right and you kind of go okay what what the hell was the point of that yeah it's what the hell was the point of john's parentage yeah for what, what like, for it, him it to just fuck his served, aunt yeah it served no purpose other than the fact that he slept with his aunt and then there was tension between the two that's it this giant ass secret that's been built yeah. been built up over eight seasons and that's all it that resulted in. Yeah, some incest? More incest? It, more incest? It didn't, like, I thought it, there was going to be some serious political schisming there. That there was going to be some real soul searching.
0: Yeah, he's the heir to
1: the throne. Yeah. I, love, I also love the fact that he just kind of accepted it in one episode. All right. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> His entire life was a lie, and he just, you know. Okay. It is what it is. My queen. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying, is I think because it was rushed is what hurt it so much. And because of that rushed feeling, where I think some of, us, some of us got almost whiplash from it, that when it ended, there was like a few months of just like, fuck, we hate this thing. Yeah, And then we all collectively went, yeah, fuck it. We're not even going to bother thinking about it. Yeah, dude, it was, breaking... I mean, think about, think about it. D- uh, D&D went from being critically acclaimed show producers to <laughs> being collectively the most hated show producers. Every time they show up on Twitter, there's not a single person like, oh, I'm excited for them to take on this project. Yeah,
0: they're like fuck you,
1: <laughs> everyone. When we hear that they're associated with Star Wars, what was everyone's immediate reaction? Get, the, get them away get the fucking fucking out, out of here from fucking Star Wars. We found out that they're gonna make some Confederate series. Get the fuck out of here, right? It's like now they're involved in like, I forgot what there's like a new series that they're involved in. There's some spin off of Game of Thrones? Not a spin-off. There's something else. There's there's some a very um iconic character that they're doing again I forgot what it was they're adapting it someone remind me it's, a, it's another it's a sci-fi series I think it's a sci-fi series based in Asia if I'm not mistaken someone if anyone's listening and they know what it is just remind me because I forget but they're attached to it and everyone's like yeah fuck no that's an example of just how great the cultural fallout of Game of Thrones has been that people are have associated D&D with fucking up it was bad. We should have known better when we found out one
0: of those fucking idiots was the writer for Kite Runner and one of them was the writer for fucking X-Men Wolverine Origins. That should have been...
1: But I mean, they're a perfect example of failing up, right? Yeah. I mean, they're still going to get the big contracts from from Netflix and from HBO and whatnot because at the end of the day, they made money and that's all that matters even if everyone else hates them, right? The brand has become so toxic that, that people just fucking hate these two. And yet they're still going to continue to fail upwards. I mean, that's just... I've, if that's not an example of privilege, I don't know what is. Where, dude. <laughs> imagine imagine anyone else failing in that way. Imagine you failing that way. Imagine me failing that way. Do you think people would give us a contract again? Hell no. Do you think if we fucked up George R. R. Martin's series, the most beloved series in fantasy, HBO would give us another deal? No. Do you think we'd have another chance? Look at M. Night Shyamalan they're doing a lovecraft project. Oh, is that what they're doing? Yeah, they're doing No, that. no, it's not a there was something else that they're doing. There's well, another
0: David Benioff is going to be directing an untitled Lovecraft project.
1: Yeah, that's that's one, but there's something else that they are. There's another one called in.
0: Dirty White Boys, The Three-Body Problem, um, Metal Lords, and then they're doing something called The Chair. That's in production and there's two Game of
1: Thrones spin-offs. Mm, there's one other one. I'll I'll remember and I'll I'll bring it up next. Are they week. rumored for it? Or yeah, they... they're rumored. Oh, okay.
0: For so it. these are the ones that. This is from IMDB that's like. Yeah, I'm gonna,
1: I'll, I'll look it up and then I'll let everyone know. There's some series that they're associated with the people like. Leo. You better not forget. <laughs> Avatar at Last Airbender. <laughs> huh? Oh, my God. Cartoon. <laughs> though, though Netflix is doing a live action of that, Ugh. but they just got rid of um the show creators. Oh, God. The cartoon. So apparently they de- they decided that they were going to age up the Ong, characters. Aang. Ong. Yeah, they're going to age up Aang and the characters, and then worse is they wanted to make it a little darker. and I'm just, Fuck. It's the whole purpose of Avatar The Last Airbender is that it's light.
0: Look, man, they had a chance to be Breaking Bad, which had an amazing ending,
1: but they ended up being The Sopranos, which had a shitty ending. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Surpr- I, that's another series. I've never watched a single episode of Sopranos.
0: I haven't either, that. but it had a really shitty ending. Did it? Yeah. It just ended in fucking darkness. You don't know what the fuck should at,
1: at some point, we should do an episode of all the shit that I haven't seen that I should see. Just be too much. There's there's like uh, part of missing out on TV also means missing out on cultural markers. You that's true, I mean? bro. Sometimes people talk about shows or movies and whatnot. I'm just looking at them like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea. When people talk about like Last Airbender stuff, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, so that's for mm-hmm. you. You've missed Last Airbender. Yeah. We'll catch you up on that. Yeah, we'll catch you up that. We'll figure it well, out. Well, I mean, we'll, uh, let us know what you all think about this, because I, this is our theory, is the, the, how bad the ending of, uh, of Game of Thrones was so bad that it had an impact on the way that it was culturally perceived right away. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that this thing disappeared from cultural imagination, compare that to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, compare, people still talk about Lord of the Rings. Spe- still, people still talk about Lord of the Rings 20 years later.
0: Yeah, people right? still talk about
1: fucking Harry Potter 20 years later. Right? And Game of Thrones just lost it. It did, Just man. lost it. All right, we're going to end it here. Let us know what your thoughts are about this, because I do think that this, this is worth exploring. Just how bad of a fuck-up is Game of Thrones that it managed to lose all cultural capital within, a, what, how many years has it been, a couple years? It's been a year and a half. A year and a half it managed to lose Maybe all Maybe a
0: year, bro. Capital. It's been a long fucking year.
1: Yeah, that's Im- that's impressive. That's an impressive level of fucking. And this is going to let you know how you can yeah, get a hold yeah. of us. Yes,
0: yeah, so you can catch us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash currently nerdy, Twitter at currently nerdy, Instagram at currently nerdy, Tumblr currently nerdy.tumblr.com. We're on Stitcher and the iTunes podcast app, and almost anywhere you can get your podcast, just look up currently nerdy. Um, if you're on iTunes, give us a five star rating and review, please. And, uh, you know, If you've already done that, then you share our podcast to your friends and family members because you are not a true friend unless you have shared Currently Nerdy. You have to spread that disease of syphilis to your friends and family. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. Ali, how can I get a hold of you?
1: You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at A-A-O-L-O-M-I or on our sister podcast, Head on History,
0: Diz. You can catch me everywhere at DizBullah, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H.
1: For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in, and remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. Oh, I hate all the Currently <laughs>